counted up. Did yours count up? I wasn't paying attention. I was too concentrated oh, okay. on on the, the on Wonder, Wonder Balls. balls. <laughs> My, My countdown started counting up, but I was like six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> <laughs> this will never be normal. No, this is just life now, and that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. This is who we are. It's fine. Welcome. It's fine. And bienvenue. I'm sorry. Bien- bienvenidos. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome to Cabaret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is also our musical theater spinoff show where we just uh, send pictures of that Dear Evan Hansen crying photo that I text you. Did I text no, you, you that? But I'm so tempted to go see that tonight when we're done recording. I shouldn't, but I also don't have to pay for it. So would it hurt me? I went and watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye last night. I almost did. So good. Oh, but I was I was ill and I could not leave my home. So it's like, Yeah, no. mid-movie I had to take a little trip down the hallway. But uh, it's a really great movie. I'm glad like, to hear that. If, it's a good cast. If that makeup team doesn't win an Oscar... I mean, I, they did so good on Jessica Chastain's makeup and prosthetics. And their casting, they showed in the credits, like, the real person and who they casted. Cool. Spot on. Super cool. Yeah, I want to watch it. She was, a like, a religious singer, right? Like, a big one. They did, like, a super church kind of deal. She? Yeah, kind of. They So he was the guy who made the 700 Club oh, before Pat Robertson okay. took over. And so then he created his own network called, like, prayer ptl prayer something i don't know but it was another christian network and it was huge it was like one of four satellite stations apparently and um yeah it was really big and she was a singer and then she became like an lgbtqia like uh ally at one point okay. because it was during the aids epidemic and she uh interviewed an aids person and was like i wish i could just hug you right now and we should love everyone and i was like okay and that's apparently where she got me like that. I started Googling her afterwards. There's photos of her and RuPaul hanging out together. And I was like, excuse me? I knew nothing about Tammy Faye. And my dad was like, oh, yeah, they swindled, like, millions of dollars from people. And I was like, yeah, the movie covered that a little bit. A little bit. Not not a lot. A, a little bit. bit. A lot mm-hmm. of it. A lot mm-hmm. of it. A little bit. It's a big thing. Vincent D'Onofrio was really good in there. I love Vincent D'Onofrio. He's being more crap. He, he used to be, <laughs> the, you know. He used to be what? He used to be in more stuff. And now he's not. Oh, needs to be he in more stuff. He needs to be yeah. in more stuff now. <laughs> rumor, rumor is uh, we will see him as Kingpin again Ooh. in the Spider-Man movie. I loved him as Kingpin. And he was like the best Kingpin, live action Kingpin we could have ever asked for. Because... I really did like Leif Schreiber as animated huge kingpin in uh, Spider-Verse, but man, Vincent D'Onofrio was just so good. Because so, so rumor is Matt Murdock's going to show up as Peter's lawyer. I, they're going to keep the same actor for him, right? Because he did an excellent job. Like, Netflix kind of messed up their thing with all of them. The, yeah. What were they? The I don't know how they did that. It, I think Disney just pulled the contracts because it was like a year before yeah, Disney but Plus. Daredevil, separated from that, was very good. And so was Jessica Jones. Luke Cage season one was but also really good. Was season two. It was so bad. Fell off 
watch track. And I didn't watch. I didn't, even think I didn't I watch Iron it. Fist because I love Matt Fraction's Iron Fist, and I it didn't was, want it to it be ruined for me. So it was, it was yeah. bad. It was not good. I watched it because they were doing the Defenders, and then that wasn't good. And I was like, "You casted Sigourney Weaver in here, and you didn't even make yeah. this good." I never, I never got that far. But um, I did watch Daredevil, and Vincent D'Onofrio was absolutely amazing. He was so good. Did you watch Jessica Jones though? I watched the first season and like half of the second season, and then I got bored. Okay, Jessica Jones was so good, and they they quickly wrote in an ending because I guess the, I think the writers caught wind of what was happening. Yeah, but um, man, that first season with David Tennant is just so good. It was so good. So good. And I think so, Jessica. I watched. I can always hear his voice. I watched the first season of Jessica Jones when the second one came out, and then I immediately went from that to season two, and I think that's why I fell out, just because the vibe is so different. It is very different, yeah. I watched all those as soon as they premiered. Like, I was obsessed with I have Jessica Jones. I think I also have Daredevil, and for sure Luke Cage, season one soundtracks on vinyl from Mondo, because they did that partnership for a little bit, and it was really good. I put way too much honey in here. Mm, I don't think I have... I don't think I have Daredevil. I think I only have Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Daredevil. Like me, like, itching, like, I need to get that vinyl because I'm a completist. And Well, Daredevil had the best if I soundtrack. I don't like something. And also, it, the opening was a freaking <laughs> opening bomb. And they always had, at least once a season, that one-track fighting one-shot. Dude. So good that hallway scene. Like that's all you have to say is hallway scene, and, and all people who have watched Daredevil are like, "Yeah, I know what you're talking about." I think about. that happened in like episode one too. So they were just like, "Hey, all out right now, let's have at it." And I'm such so a good. I'm I such would... a b word for the Daredevil pre Devil suit, like Frank Miller's Daredevil with like the black hood. But he's just an all and black. When yeah, they brought, like they came straight out to that. I was like, this. Is excellent. Froggy was great. Very well casted. Wasn't expecting that. And Froggy was so good. And I love him because I love Mighty Ducks. And I was like, the Bash Bros! I've Mighty Ducks. I know. I know. I know. It's a problem you need to fix because you love <laughs> I hockey. Do. Go Pins. He's a great but character in Mighty Ducks. I will watch it eventually. I just haven't, I don't know. I feel like once I'm on medication, I'll be more capable of actually sitting down and watching things and enjoying things. But right now, my brain is so scattered yeah. that I'm struggling to pay attention to literally anything at all. Yeah, that's hard. So I'm working on well, it. Well, Mighty Tex is a great, like, uplifter. And I I love the Bash Bros. I think that's a, in the second movie is when you get the Bash Bros. First movie's great, sets it up. But second movie's just kind mm -hmm. of like... Hey, you already know what's going on. Here's some here's some fun hockey stuff. And I don't know this team. why I it's haven't great. watched it. I grew up in California where the Ducks are Anaheim Ducks. And also, I love sports movies, like, unabashedly. I was going to say, <laughs> Miracle, isn't that your favorite movie? Miracle. It's not my favorite movie, but it was on my top 33 when I did my last podcast. We never got there, but it was there. you go. There. And... Yeah, I love sports movies, all of them, forever. I don't care if it's religious. I don't care if it's, like, an underdog story. I don't care if it's about just dogs doing sports. I love sports movies, straight up. Yes. You mean Air Bud? <laughs> yes, I do. I was like, it's very well, specific I think of any other thing right there, to be honest. So...
But yeah, I love sports movies. Yeah. I can't play sports, but I love sports movies. I'm very excited for you to watch Haiku eventually. <laughs> so excited. Oh, man. A I lot of people really love that. There's a reason for that. It's done really well. I just love that apparently at the Olympics, they started playing the music during one of the volleyball matches. They and did. I was like, that's cute. They did. I like that. It was very sweet. I died a little bit. I'm not going to lie. My little wee part was like, <laughs> I was fly high. <laughs> oh, what did you send me? I was kind of sad there wasn't more. Oh, I sent you that Dear Evan Hansen photo. Oh, God. <laughs> Twitter, my God! Twitter is having a field day. Like Toby Maguire is finally off the hook. He looks like an eighty-year-old man. <laughs> it's that de-aging CGI thing they did to him that is so bad. So that whenever like this great actor shows any emotion, it looks bad. I I don't know. If, I don't think I'm going to pay money to see Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> he's singing on the outside always looking with me for free tomorrow with my regal unlimited movie pass is there a regal here in town probably. when you come to kyle probably we can look i bet i think there's one in south austin so we could do that tomorrow deal we'll go we'll go do it tomorrow Boy. It. and he's trying well, to convince me not us to nerds because it it's my favorite musical and he's like do you really want your favorite musical ruined to be ruined? And they yeah. my favorite song. That's why I'm so scared about Wicked. Oh I'm like... I don't think they'll... I don't think they'll... There was rumor... too hard, because it's too popular. There was rumor that Dove Cameron's gonna play Glinda, and I was like... Mm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Dove Cameron, but... I need a mature Glinda who can be... I, like... Glinda, in my mind, is legally blonde, like Elle Woods. In the beginning, she's guh, Linda, but by the end, she's I'm Glinda. Glinda. Like, I need... <laughs> still my favorite line from that stupid I need, I need an Elle Woods-type person to handle that, like, I don't know. And I also, I've, I've already tried really hard for me to let go of Krista Chenoweth. Yeah. She's really I know she's good. older, and I know Idina is older, but, man, they... What an amazing original cast. I know, but there's no way that they can pass for high school, boarding school students at this it point. It would be Dear like, Evan Hansen all over again. It would. But someone been trying to convince me not to see it because it is my favorite musical, and they cut my favorite song, which is Does Anybody Have a Map? It's the very first song in the stupid musical, and I love it, and they cut it for literally no reason. And apparently Don't they're trying- do we start with uh, Waving Through a Window? I Isn't think that so. the first song? Which is Did you see stupid. the clip of Waving Through a Window? The song is literally on the outside, always looking in, but it's him standing inside looking, looking out, out at people. And I was like, okay. <laughs> on the outside, always looking in. Well, we'll at least fine. see it for free. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really love Ben Platt. Yeah, man, and I I'm going to watch it because I just want to watch it. I've never seen the Broadway show. I missed it when it came to town by this much, and then COVID happened, and it was supposed to mm. come back, and it never did. So but Beetlejuice is coming back, and when? that is like, oh my gosh! So, uh, you know, because there was all that drama of Music Man with Hugh Jackman was kicking out Beetlejuice, even yes. though it was, like, breaking records. <laughs> Not bitter about it at all. But uh, 
they're now in the rival theater of that one. It picked it up for a run, full run. Super and so cool. I, was like, I love the pettiness. But it's the like mainly original cast too. Not the original um what's her name? Lydia. But it's Lydia's understudy who played her almost just as much. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little disappointed that they're coming back to Broadway because I just wanted them to start touring out of spite. I know. But Good but for them. We can just go to Broadway. Let's you and me fly to New York. You can hold my hand on the plane. <laughs> I'm poor. <laughs> uh, I have to give my dog a $3,000 surgery, and I just bought tickets to stupid Emerald City Comic Con right before that happened. Oh, that's I right. I hate myself, and the Lord also hates me. <laughs> Why, well, maybe God? it'll run for like a year, and we can go next year. <laughs> That'd be great. I'm that's down with that. And maybe COVID won't be as bad, and I won't be as nervous to be in New York. Yeah. We can go stay with Crystal's sister. We can stay with Alexis. Yeah! I would love to force myself to watch her at the Lego store. I love Alexis. I love the Lego store. The Lego store (laughs) is such a happy place and it has a Ferris wheel, and that's very enjoyable for me. In the store? Yeah. Have you been to New York? Uh, I've been to New York once, but it was literally like half a day. We drove in, did a show. This is Uh, where I was with the Ohlos. Did a show. Drove out, broke down. I think we're on the Jersey Turnpike. We're like on the bridge, on the Jersey side of the bridge. Broke down. It's middle of the night. Can't get a hold of anyone. And uh, we had to like leave some people on the side of the road while some of us went to Walmart because the tire busted. No. It was the most. Like by the time we got to the house we were going to stay at, it was, I want to say it was like 4 or 5 a.m. And we just literally are laying on the ground, like carpet, just laying there to nap. And then wake up in the morning, go get the tire fixed on the van, and go. It was that's awful. exhausting. <laughs> so that's my experience of New York. That, and then when you're in like a 15-passenger van, and you're pulling a trailer behind it full of music equipment and you got to find a place to park in new york city yeah it's hard good luck so I, we couldn't even like merge late so my friend nathaniel's driving and i rolled down the, the window of the passenger seat and i'm like hello hello can we get over can we get a- thank you thank you knowing full well that it's only working because i'm a cute little girl asking and i i played up that uh sexism right there I was like hi can i get in this lane can i get in the- thank you thank you <laughs> but some of the best fried chicken I've ever had was at that place. I've uh, the wine cellar. I've in New managed. York. I'm. I've been to New York twice, and I've had two very different experiences. Like I went with my for my senior choir trip in high school because I was in varsity choir, obviously. And, you know from my talent singing cabaret at the beginning of the show, um, and. <laughs> That was really fun because it was all, like, the super tourism stuff. Like, we went to Times Square and the Statue of Liberty and Ground Zero. We sang the National Anthem on Ground Zero while they were rebuilding, and it was absolutely awful. We were all sobbing. It was horrible. Cringy. (laughs) Then then we went to – and then I went again when I won that cocktail contest with Draft House, and that was completely different because it was – Oh, that's right. It was, like, a pizza and cocktail tour, so it was all, like, back alley stuff and nice restaurants and that's kind of so cool. i've seen both sides and it was super fun both times and i would definitely go that back. is really cool so i got i kind of got it was nice it was, i feel like i've i'm well-rounded in my new york experience now so everyone should go i, I wouldn't live there yeah. but i had a great time visiting it's just too loud all my 
Yes. Two lives. All my experiences in cities like that are like 2 a.m., 4 a.m. <laughs> Drive through, get in the car, leave. So I'm like, I think I saw the Statue of Liberty, but I was also half asleep in the back of a van. So I'm not quite sure if I remember if I saw the Statue of Liberty, but I passed. <laughs> so that's my experience with DC. That's why I'm going there on Friday because I'm like, maybe I'll. I, I, it's supposed to rain all week. But you're going to DC on Friday? Why? Why? Yeah. My friend lives there, and I'm trying to get over my fear of planes. And I'm gonna be okay because thousands of people fly every they, day, and they it's do. fine. I took many planes. It's like fine. two months ago, and here I am talking to you now. And I hate planes probably just as it's much as fine. you. So I'm not cursed. I will you not won't. die. I will not end up on an island. Turbulence is terrifying, but, but it hey, is you're fine. on some. Really solid antidepressant and anti-anxiety medication now. This is helpful. It's not oh, working this no. week. It is not working this week because I have seemed to overpower my daily one. So I'm going to have to start taking some extra boosters that my doctor gave me. Plus that CBD. CBD so is I need great. To it's helped me so much. Tomorrow... If you want to out tomorrow, I like assumed that after. we would. That was my plan. Uh, I was also going to ask okay, if you good. wanted me to okay, pick good. you up, and we can just go together. Yes. Okay. Yes to both. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I'm gonna. Uh, I I want to try. I need. I haven't tried my cocktail of two anxieties, antidepressant, and CBD, and I need to try them all together to see if I'm somewhat cognizant. I think I you're just going to be hella uh, mellow. And I probably like, I don't need... think you're going to be weird, but I'll drive. I hope but I don't think so. you're going to be... Because I've... Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it after the birthday party, oh. because I do not... I'm not... I do not need to be around people, because Lord knows what filter will be happening, <laughs> or lack thereof. Last time, I remember, I had snail eyes. True. I think I might stop and pick up more CBD on my way up tomorrow, because I am out, and there's going to be a lot of people and children here, and I need to be chill. Also, I'm making a doctor appointment to get my depression and anxiety fixed this week. Yay! I'm proud of you! Thanks. That's hard. It is. I'm not having I, a good I did my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I went to mine, uh, I love my doctor, Dr. Shane Constable. Uh, I don't know if he wants me to say his name. Anyway, Sorry, Dr. Uh, Shane Constable. he's really cool. <laughs> he's a really good name to remember. Uh, but I went there la- no, 2019 because I was supposed to fly to Dallas because it was going to be a 30-minute flight. And I canceled it. I couldn't do it. I canceled it. I freaked out. And I just drove to Dallas. Uh-huh. Instead of a 30 being 30 minute flight, it was like a you know a four, four hour, hour drive. drive. Yeah. Uh so he gave me some of the what is this called? Hydroxazine. Oh, I've taken hydroxazine. You know, <laughs> it's supposed to make you sleepy. And it, yes. it did not because that's December I flew to Disney World and I popped plenty of them. And I was on the plane and Ryan's like, You were supposed to be asleep. And I was like, I'm not, and I held Michael's hand like this the whole time. Sweet oh. Michael, best friend to ever go. He doesn't like planes that much either, but he held my hand that entire flight, rubbed my hand anytime we bounced. But as I was like singing the Muppets under my breath, and, like rocking like a true psycho person, because <laughs> uh, the Muppets are my comfort thing. And he played his switch with one hand the entire flight. Uh. Like, what a great friend! What, what a great a friend. That's so I sweet. love Michael. Like, 
Well, you know I already secretly super love Michael and Ryan and want them to be my friends, but I can't talk to it because of my anxiety. So, oh my you know. gosh. Well, we'll you're going to fix that. Yeah. Because you need to, you could just stay over there like I do. I sleep on the couch and it's a memory foam pull-out bed on the couch. And the dogs always sleep with me and I I love it. I don't know how and... to make friends anymore, Bridget. That's why we were supposed to play D&D so that you were there and then we could just have countless hours of fun and party. But party in the well, D&D way. We will do that. And we're going to teach you how to play um, villainous, Disney villainous, because Michael loves Disney villainous. And that's your in. Okay. If my, Michael, if you're listening to this, which you better be, uh, <laughs> there you go. I just want to be friends. We have a, Y'all love we have a friend Hearts. date. I love Kingdom Hearts. You like anime. I like Well, anime. obviously, Let's they love this. Kingdom Hearts since their puppies are named after hey, them. My first tattoo is a Kingdom Hearts tattoo. It's on my shoulder. It's ugly now, Aww. but it was cute when I got it. That's the story of tattoos, They're... kids. They get ugly over time. They bleed, especially if you're white AF like me. Cheers. I uh, I have a lot of friends that want to tattoo me, but I'm like, no, no. no. If, if even one line is wrong, I will scratch it off my body. We will get tattoos together. That will be your first tattoo. It'll be cute. It has to be a minimalistic tattoo. We can just get cute. our I saved our a logo. bunch of cute, spooky ones. Oh, I, did you send those? That actually is cute. On TikTok? Did I? I think I sent you the TikToks. Yeah, I have some cute little spooky ghosts. The TikTok ghosts. was super cute. I liked it. I follow that account because all of them are super they cute. Are. But like that, like this, look at this little yin and yang ghost. Yeah, those are cute. But adorable. This cat ghost. I like cat ghosts. It's, it's a Sailor Moon cat ghost too. That's, that's it. Do you that's see that? It. And then look at this one. Like, <laughs> look how cute. And then this one. I like screenshot every image in that. I was going to say, that's uh, all That is. Them. You did it. TikTok user crisp dot ink you make super cute tattoos you're amazing we both follow you so thanks thanks we love we love your art Uh, i guess we Uh, should talk so i guess (laughs) yeah 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 maybe we should talk about the specific so so i I did a new thing where i wrote down the netflix summary because they're so bad so i thought we could read the netflix summary and then you can summarize the actual you're watching it on netflix i'm watching it on because it is on netflix Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> but, oh, I guess we should tell people where they can watch these things. That we'll put that good. in the description, yeah. Okay, well, you can watch it on Hulu, Netflix, and Funimation. If you have Funimation. any of those services, it is on there. Yep. It's great. I think Funimation yep. also has the original series, uh, just Full Metal Alchemist, if that's something you're interested in. But, uh, but anyway, I thought... It'd be fun to read the Netflix summaries because they're they're not horrible, but they're not great, and we're just gonna right. go and do it. Read episode five, Reign of Sorrows, Netflix. So summary. episode five is Edward and Alphonse are attacked by Scar, a mysterious and incredibly powerful killer wanted for a string of gruesome murders. That one's not bad. No, okay, that's that's pretty to the point there. Yeah, okay. Right? So that's that. So give us the actual summary. Actual summary. So. As that said, I keep saying Elric instead of Edward. Ed now are chilling there. And of course, we just have to recap the Nina and Alexander storyline at the beginning of this episode, just in case Obviously. you forgot you were depressed. Uh, so then they flashback. You you think you're watching a flashback as Ed is a kid 
transmuting cute little gifts for his mom. But then it turns into the mom nightmare del Toro creature again and Nina. And it's showing you how much like guilt and like shame Ed is feeling over this. Um, And I I asked, can Alphonse sleep? No, I don't think Al sleeps because he's just a soul, which I mean, they, they talk about this in the episode two of like, he can't even feel the rain. And I was like, <laughs> okay. he's just looking at the rain fall in his suit. And I'm like, there's something oh, babe. that really bothers me about that later on. I think it's in like episode, it's either six or seven, but it relates to that. So I'll come back to it then. But okay, that okay, okay. physically we'll hurt me. And can I just say a thousand times, Alphonse is best boy. Alphonse is baby. If you hurt Alphonse, I will kill you. He is He's so, so sweet. sweet. And I feel like, I feel like Al is gonna have is one of those characters that potentially is just gonna like rage out because you went after an innocent and be an all powerful being. I don't know. That's just the vibe I get. Like he's gonna go all out, like you know, plus ultra on someone. He's gonna go plus ultra on them. <laughs> he's gonna go plus ultra on someone because someone is like attacking a kid no, no, or something. No, and he's no. like, no. He's going to go beyond plus ultra. Plus Ultra. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Yeah, I know. So basically, <laughs> we see that, and uh, they find out Nina and Tucker have been killed. And uh, we, it's by Scar. Hawkeye says it. But Hawkeye's not letting them come with her to go see that crime scene because it's too gruesome. And I, I like her because she's, like, the tough love person. Like, it felt like she was trying to protect what little innocence those two poor children have. And they clarify their age, I think, in the next episode. And you're just like, nah, they're so small. (laughs) Um, And then we pan over, and it looks like the Letoism guy is back, making speeches to the, to this like giant crowd half the crowd's like no he's a fake half the crowd's like no we have to follow leto and it just starts turning into like this mob and they start killing each other and it's really sad it's like this kid crying in the corner while you see shadows of people just stabbing and i'm like oh cool so I just that's it's so gross i didn't um, hear it i just heard a <gighs> tasted <laughs> yeah it tastes like pizza uh, uh that's all i made today is coffee I know. That's horrible. It's just, <laughs> sorry. This is a weird combo. Uh, so the attorney gets people. People are murdering. Blah, blah, blah. They keep talking about the human race. Like they're not human. But then we realize that's not the Littoism guy. Because, you know, we thought he was like basically dead. Um, it's Envy, we find out. So Seven Deadly Sins is a thing. And we are assuming that that main girl is probably Lust. Also, can we but just say that so Envy voice. is an androgynous king? Like, wonderful all character I know, design. Good on you, All man. I want to know is how much hair gel is in Envy's hair. Obviously that not. Hair is all grease. You know he does not wash himself. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. I felt like it's the opposite. Like, it is so matted that it is sharp. Maybe he's got dreads. We'll take it out. Oh, yeah. Nah. No? Okay. Nah. Well, I tried. Androgynous. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so, Envy and Gluttony. Gluttony, like, eats a dude. It's just this whole thing. They talk about father again. I really think father is the Fuhrer. It has to be. Uh, because have, she goes I'll to- have more things yeah, later. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Episode 8, I'll really tie in that theory. Um, So then they realize Scar is probably after Ed. 
and so Sweet Baby Mustang is like, oh no, can we, they're going after Ed. Can we Ed. just talk about how absolutely useless Mustang has been thus far? Every time he needs to do <gasps> anything, it's raining. And they're like, oh, you're useless in the rain. I'm like, well, too bad Central City is I know, always I didn't raining. Even, I com- <laughs> completely forgot he was like the fire <laughs> alchemist, I'm like, well, the flame the alchemist. Flame? Are you putting yeah. your ring Goku out of here, man? Like, what's going on? Ugh. I can't. Okay, okay. So then, then we get this really sad scene of Ed and Al sitting on that statue still. And Ed's doubting the trust of alchemy. He's talking about science. He's talking about the circle of life. And then you just, you just, and then Al starts talking about he wants his body, can't feel rain. And I just want to hold <laughs> them like my babies. Sweet babies. It makes me really upset. And then straight up Scar comes in and is like, I'm going to kill you. And Al's like, whoa, move, dog. And so then we realize Scar does deconstruction. So that's only like half of the circle of alchemy. It's... There's three stages of alchemy. It's comprehension, deconstruction, and reconstruction. Reconstruction. So he stops at deconstruction. So he's very kind of like Shigaraki feel right now. I wrote that down. I wonder if he learned the rest of it or if he stopped there because that's all he needed. I'm wondering that too because we've apparently seen him stay in there. Yeah, stay in the storyline. Honorable mention, his English voice actor is J. Michael Tatum. Do you know who he voices? Do you want to guess? It's it's one of your boys. No. It's one of my boys? Is it's it one of your is boys? It, is it Aizawa? No. It, no, it is not from that boy. My Hero and Attack on Titan, though. Maybe they're my boys. Maybe they're your boys. Who so is he it? He voices uh, Tanya Ida and uh, These are your Smith. boys. They yeah, are these are your boys. boys. I love them. If it's Ida, it's your boy. You don't love Ida? What the F is I love you? No, I no. love Ida, but I don't love Ida like you love Ida. We stand our class rep, okay? Ida is best boy. We love him. I we love, love Ida, so especially much. in the latest few chapters of the manga when he's like, No, we're gonna get you. You I'm are dead. our class. And he's like, so class 1A, like... Okay, okay, so they start fighting, we're like, oh snap, he can deconstruct things, and then he gets half of Alphonse's suit, and you're like, no, and then he gets Ed's arm, this is all in caps in my notes, Alphonse's suit, Ed's arm, (laughs) Uh, and so... We realize that Ed doesn't have to draw the, the transmutation circle because he just makes a circle with his arms and that counts as his transmutation circle. So that's why he always claps his hands together. But now he's got one arm, so he's out of luck. Do you think he, he can, like, Although I was like, <laughs> like, I was like, sit down and slam your feet together, Doc. Come on. Yoga pose. I always You're flexible. I always assumed it was the metal that let him do that for some reason. I was like, maybe he's got it like written somewhere on the metal. And no, it's just his fucking arms making the circle. Freaking arms. Sorry. 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 Sorry, mom. I tried. Um, but I said that Scar's got like very stain like judgment of like receiving judgment, purification, all that. Because he says at one point he doesn't like alchemists because they mutate things from their natural form and they profane God. Uh, but then my boy Roy Mustang shows up and can't save the day, even though he talks a lot of smack because it's raining. He can't make a spark in the rain. And so 
uh, Hawkeye was just like, step aside. It like saves him. I wrote, Hawkeye saves him from this cocky masculinity. <laughs> um, which is not wrong. No. I love him, but not wrong. Uh, so then we meet, we, this is when we get introduced, and I really hope he stays a main person for a long time. My baby, my, my man, strong arm alchemist, Major Armstrong. I love who him. Strips at every chance he gets with sparkly eyes, is also super soft, but super strong. Absolutely my ideal man, right there. Uh, anyway. Would you like to hear a fun fact, yeah. actually? Yeah. Um, turns out that all state alchemists, once they are registered as state alchemists, they're automatically given the title major. So technically, Edward is also a major. But that's just a thing. Major Armstrong, it feels like Stretch Armstrong, and he's the strong and they arm call alchemist. Him major Armstrong, the major. But I'm just sitting here like, but you're all majors. Like, <laughs> but he's the best boy major. Okay, well, I just I just wanted to throw that out there. There's some straight facts for you. Here we go. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And so then we have a comment said about Scar. Because uh, Hawkeye only manages to graze him once with a bullet that he has red eyes, brown skin, and he's Ishvalan. And I'm sitting here like, he what? So we'll we'll catch up to Ishvalan in the next episode and what that is and how depressing it is and more of the corrupt society and more of my fear ideas. Um, my favorite little animation note for this episode is the animation when Alphonse is punching Ed. It made me pause because I was laughing so hard because you see a punch, but it is literally like those classic anime, like poorly drawn, but he's just like perfectly rotating in a circle twice, just like, it is one of my favorite little drawn segments of just, why are you punching me? And it's just like the noise he makes and spins in a perfect circle. I was like, what a great little lighthearted moment to really depressing these boys just got obliterated again um and then alphonse gets really deep and says he wants ed to have hope and not succumb to his depression and accept death and then to we start getting serious and then we just back it up with something funny again because alphonse yells and now my other arm's falling off because my brother's a big fat idiot and i was like this is a classic sibling argument right here it i is. love when we get to see them be like 15 year old siblings um so, then we get a random animated backstory to Ishvalan, which yeah. is, you start realizing this story has a lot of German, like, the show so has a lot of German stuff. Nazis. Yeah, like, you've got Führer's Ishvalan, you've got this, like, civil war. So, Ishvalans believed that their god was the one true creator and were basically sequestered to one corner of the state. Thirteen years ago, a military officer accidentally shot and killed an Ishvalan child, and it led to a full-blown civil war. Rebellion led, and the Fuhrer said to exterminate, exterminate all of Ishval. Uh, alchemists were brought in to just kill people. Um, so they basically say, like, Scar's revenge is justified because uh, they just slaughtered. And it looks like in that um, backstory flashback, we see that Roy Mustang is one of the alchemists that were, like, we get why they're called the dogs of the military. They are just, like, the murderers, straight up. Yeah, um, it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's bad. not great. Um, and so it ends with them traveling back home to go visit Winry, 
their mechanic. I'm going over my little sweet neighbor girl. Missed anything? Hold on. No, no. Uh, I did. I did put in my notes though that I just said, "Yep, they're Nazis." (laughs) That's my last (laughs) (laughs) on here, and I did write, uh, "Mustang is useless, pretty but useless." (laughs) <laughs> pretty but useless and, I, like and I also put edward be like guess i'll die now haha <laughs> that's it like every episode edward's like ah oh, well gotta die. I'll die and poor poor al is like no bro i want my body back so so uh, sweet. yeah so, so yeah that's episode that episode five. Yeah, Reign of Sorrows. That episode is basically a really good backstory to the current, like, storyline that we're going to follow about Ishvalan, Scar. Honestly, this next one is, too. It gives you a lot. Episode 6. Yeah, we're getting and a lot of those. the Netflix summary. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Elrics meet Dr. Marco, a state alchemist running from, the past, from past sins, who has information that could put the Philosopher's Stone within reach. Okay, so that's like 10 minutes of the episode. (laughs) Yeah, I told you they're not good. They're not good notes. If Um, maybe 10 10 minutes. Yeah, like, yeah, that is the beginning scene. So it's Major Armstrong, my my boo thing with his sweet little curl. Uh, It's coming with them for protection. And it's really funny because he loves these boys, like genuinely loves these boys. I think Al, everyone does a little bit. Like, I think all of the people in the military, like, the, the, the whatever, my brain, guys, I've been alchemy. Ill. Alchemy. me. Yes. But even the non-alchemy people, the people that are just with them all yeah. the time. Like, I don't think Hawkeye is an alchemist. Neither are Ross or Broche. But they all love these boys. They just want them to be happy. And it's so okay, sweet. Ross, Brosh, and Armstrong are like my favorite little trio. Trying to watch over these boys it is so funny. And I, this this episode made me love Armstrong even more because he learns the boys' backstory and is just like, "You poor sweet children." Yes, <laughs> love it. Meanwhile, Granny's <laughs> over there smoking a pipe. Like, yeah, their dad was my old drinking buddy, and I was like, I "Freaking love Granny." Granny goes hard, man. I was like, yeah. Get it. Get it, Granny. Anyway, when yes. like her and Ed's first interaction when he comes back to the farm is just straight up insulting each other and just like ready to brawl in the front yard. Beautiful. As most grandmothers do, I would just like to point out <laughs> if your grandmother has ever just run up to you and been like, "Oh my love, my grandma," the first thing she says to me whenever she sees me is, hmm, "What'd you do to your hair?" Or, "Oh, hmm. I get the hair comment all the time." You look a little pale. Maybe you should try something new with your makeup. You chose those glasses. <laughs> I love my grandmother so much. She is everything I want to be as a person, except for the slightly racist tendencies. Sorry, Nini. I know you're not going to listen to this, though, so whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> but she's not a, a sweet, I'm going to make you cookies grandma. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Granny, uh, get it. My favorite thing is, like, they're on this train going back home, and they have Al in a box, because he's basically with the sheep, and I was like, oh, poor little baby. I love him. He's like, I I put him with the sheep for company, and it just, like, pans back to, like, cute little Alphonse, poorly drawn face. he's so happy. He's just sitting there like, oh, sheep. 
because he's just in a box and his poor poor thing is just like obliterated so uh we also so dark dr marco we see him that Armstrong recognizes him and he runs away. We're like, well, that's kind of sketchy. Uh, he's a state alchemist that disappeared after the Civil War and maybe knows bioalchemy. Um, Armstrong draws a sketch of him and it's really good. And so we learned that the Armstrong families are portraitures also passed down through the family. Because it's like, this, that's really good. Because why wouldn't he be, though? And like, bless. I told you, he's a soft, bless. soft buff boy. Love him. Soft Love him. Buff boy soft buff boy i love love him um and he's just carrying around al in a box on his shoulder and how like, heavy he busts in the door how heavy do you think al is it doesn't matter do you think he's actually heavy or Does- because he's so empty he's just not heavy at all i think he's probably actually really heavy ever picked up like suit of armor yeah but he's it's pretty he's heavy. An empty purse he's empty though so he's probably but not as heavy as think- we're thinking he is like he's probably just like have you picked up heavy. a piece of a suit of armor? Yes. It's like heavy, but also but there's nothing in it, so it's still the suit Armstrong of armor. Armstrong is though. totally one of those guys that would wear the armor though and be fine. Like you know what I mean? So would it really be bad if you that's all, that's if all you saying. wear the armor? Yeah, that's would you like? It's kind of creepy. Could anyway, you wear him? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what I'm. About that's what I'm asking. Like I. Mm. Uh, so they find Dr. Marco's yes. place. And how they break in is they just straight up throw Al in the box through the Which door. Which is so kind to Al. Thanks for that. And he says nothing throughout the whole thing. He's just like, um, He's just great. there being best boy. Yeah, sweet, sweet boy. Uh, so Marco boy. talks about researching that thing that took so many lives in the Civil War. And we're like, uh-oh, what is that thing? Uh, he's now- He calls it- what the devil's research the devil's research yeah and uh it's the devil's research and in the next episode we quickly learn why um it is the devil's research so like dr armstrong now is just a normal doctor in a small city Morrow. yeah marco marco not, Morrow. not armstrong dr marco uh is now just a doctor in this small city trying to like do good because he felt like he did horrible um then we realize he was working with this philosopher's stone and then it's like liquid because it can take on many forms and you could create a philosopher's stone it's imperfect but you can create it and so that's what that dude letoism dude had on his ring uh it's an incomplete stone but can amplify power uh you have to produce until it just stone. breaks yeah and you it don't know when it lasts forever its yeah. limit. so it's sketchy but that Apparently, we find out that's how they, like, just obliterated people, the Ishvalan, in the Civil War. So, uh, they don't take the stone because they didn't want to deprive the town of their only doctor. It shows, you know, Ed Nell's true goodness and the, why they're different from so many alchemists. Sweet babies. Sweet Sweetest little babies. babies. And so, uh, the guy's like, I'm not going to give you this info. It's devil's research. I don't want you to do this. But last minute, when they're at the train station, he changes his mind gives them this note it's a hint where they can find more info and maybe they can deconstruct it and he leaves with the parting words of i believe you'll get your body back well we'll see all right and then oh but it ends with marco goes back to his room and lust is there and so we can assume that marco is dead yeah because or they're gonna use him to that do too stuff. because we didn't I see think... him die and they have not shied away from that thus far 
I think we assume he's dead because she got the info where he gave that hint as to where the stuff is. And then in the next move, next scene, uh, true, I mean, next right. episode, we see it burn. So I think That's they tortured him. I'm assuming he's dead. He may not be. We didn't see it, but I, I assume got, off screen. No, I don't have faith. I lied. <laughs> this anime has been <laughs> faith this far. I'm like, why? Why do It's I really faith? depressing. I don't. Uh, so we get to see Winry all grown up. What Ooh. is a bait? Ooh, fun uh, voice actor update. The English voice actor for Winry is Caitlin Glass. Guess who she is? Who? She's from My Hero Academia. Uh, Froggy. No. I don't know. Wow. Oh, wow. Chaco. She is Mish Mina Ashido Pinky Bay. Oh, there you go. okay. Here we go. Winry. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can see. They got they got similar personalities mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And they're both babes. Okay, I look good. Um, so we get to see Winry, and Granny just straight up's like, "You've gotten grown smaller." As Ed walks up, and we know that's Ed's trigger. And I just think it's amazing that like that. Oh, you haven't visited. Just you've gone and grown smaller. Um, I found. My and I note. said they. Really like to punch Ed. I found my note. Go. What's my, your note? My rain note and why this bothered me. So when they get there, oh. when we like kicks Alphonse and Ed, and you just see them both laying there, and Alphonse is like, his hands are twitching like he's in pain. But if he can't feel the rain, how can he feel the kick? That's my question. Why? He feels it in his soul, Lauren. Inconsistency. He feels it in his soul. No. Anyway. <laughs> Continue, please. I'm sure we're gonna see a lot more of inconsistencies like that, but it's it's for fun. Uh, I the dog has a metal leg, which I'm like, this is really sweet. Like they are trying their best to like not use magic, but like I don't know, they're really sweet. I love them. Um, I wrote, I love that Armstrong strips to do everything. He did the wood chopping thing before Captain America. I also put Armstrong is best. Armstrong is baby. Kill everyone for Armstrong. <laughs> you know, you know the iconic Captain America ripped oh, the yeah. logs. Like that's straight up what he's doing. And I was like, look at this. Okay, babe. what I've learned, what I've learned babe. from watching so much anime in my life is that anime has always done it first. Always. There's never gonna be something Apparently. You that wasn't done in anime before it was made on the movies or the TV. The movies or the TV? How old am I? The movies. The movies or the TV? Uh, you 50-year-old lady. Okay, uh, you, I got your text yesterday. Which one? I, you, wait. The one you sent me and Ryan were you being really old. Oh, when I yelled, walked out of a movie theater and yelled at a bunch walk. of teenagers, walk, please, walk, yeah. please. It's my if I'm you fifty. Know, you're eighty. I just am like so ingrained in me because that Evo Kyle hallway is just like draft house marketplace, and so I just like couldn't. I was texting, and it just felt like the same as having a tray on your shoulder and being like, walk, please. So. Yeah, I immediately was like, I don't work here. Oh my gosh. And like, looked it out of the theater and was like, ah. So only like it's five okay people in our auditorium, but all of them heard me go, walk, please. It's okay. I forget. It's embarrassing. Anyway, don't run in a movie theater hallway. Um, 
So we find out Granny knows their family because she was an old drinking buddy of their dad. And so she's been watching over him. She also doesn't know what happened to their dad, but you can but tell she's kind of ticked off. We also know that he's probably alive because he left. Yeah. He didn't die. He left. He just left them. A lot of them are assuming he's dead or as good as dead. But, and I have a really uh, cool theory about that, but I'm going to wait till the end of the Is podcast. he the blonde guy in the intro? Because I wrote that down. I think their no. dad is the blonde guy in the intro with I glasses. I think that's him. He's got oh, a wait, ponytail. With glasses, yes, that guy. I thought you meant like at the very beginning. I was like, I think that's just older. No, Ed. no. <laughs> but yeah. No, 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 that is that is straight up Ed. But yeah. the guy with the glasses, and yeah. I was like, very dad-like. That's definitely Daddy Elric. And I've been referring to him as Daddy Elric in my notes. Daddy Elric? Yes. And that's just who he's gonna be. But <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure he's alive, and I have an interesting idea about that for a what later is it? time. I'm not gonna get into it oh. yet. It's, it's in my, know it now. my episode wrap-up. My Okay, so okay, we'll okay. To that. If we get to find out in this recording, that's fine. Yes. Okay, so then we find out the house they grew up in is gone, and so you straight up see that they burned down their own house as soon as he got his state alchemist license because they don't want to, like, turn back. It's always moving forward. Which is so and I was like, sad. these poor children! We learned that they're 14 and 15, and it's just really upsetting, and so when... Ed, when Ed comes back from visiting their mom's grave, it just is Armstrong with bawling and being like, you poor sweet child! It's like, oh my we gosh, also, he's such a big softie, and I love him. We also him. find out that Winry's parents were surgeons who died in the war, so they also went to Ishmael. Yes. Which is sad for That's... Winry, but also explains why she's probably so into prosthetics. Yeah, because they were, they, the comic Granny said was there are never enough doctors. Mm-hmm. And it makes me kind of wonder, like, how did they die as doctors? Normally, you know, they're kind of, like, off-limits in a war. So I'm thinking, like, did they just, like, straight-up bomb with the Philosopher's Stone? I think it was a And, massacre. like, eliminate all life? Yeah. Yeah? Like, I... We, we already know I was know thinking, that like, Hunger Games style. F'd. And also, in this episode, you see that Ed also knows the government is effed. Like, because they're talking about it, and he's just unfazed. And he's like, yeah, I know that. Yeah. So I think... I don't know. I, I, there's got to be something more that they know that they're not telling us yet. Yeah, I got I got vibes that like it was kind of like the end of Hunger Games. Uh, you know, when the little sister runs out to go help because they're medics, mm. but they're bombing like a whole area. Whether you're I forgot innocent, dead women, children. It's very sad. Mm. <laughs> it's very sad. Oh, yay! Hot take. It, it was sad in the book when I watched the movie. I was like, I'm over this. I just want the series to yeah. be over. <laughs> Please end my suffering. <laughs> Here we are. Sorry, J-Law, there's nothing wrong with you, I don't think, but I, I'm just over Hunger Games. Cheers. <laughs> um, cheers. So we learn, that's basically the whole episode, and they're gonna go back, and they're gonna go try and find that hint. Um, which is uh, to go to the, na- the National Central Library First Branch, which <laughs> supposedly holds a F ton of research for all alchemy. Yeah. Yep. And so then that leads us into episode seven, Hidden Truths. You want to read that Netflix description? You know I do, boo. Are you? I don't <laughs> like this one because it. I don't know. It really just kind of gives something away. And I was like, okay, well. So it's a 
having discovered the horrific ingredient in a philosopher's stone. Like, it just starts out with that, and you're like, well, wow. okay. What a spoiler to the episode. <laughs> the Elrics prowl the grounds of a secret laboratory to discover more facts. That's it. So I was like, wow, okay, so I guess something horrible's in the philosopher's stone. Yeah, you, you get, and you get the whole fifth laboratory thing yep. spoiled. And that's mid- Oh, that's end episode right there man <laughs> so that's cool Nef- netflix do better do Come better on. netflix pay me i'll write but also if you want to sponsor us if you want to sponsor us we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll do edit better. that out we'll do better um, for you there you go we'll do better for you we can we make really good summaries i used to do it all the time for no reason at all <laughs> Because I was bored. Funimation and Crunchyroll also hire us. Anyway, I'm giving your voice actors so- such good shout-outs right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are. You're doing Thank great. You. You're doing great. <laughs> you, too. you too, babe. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I brushed my hair, too. You brushed this. your hair. Okay, anyway. You're so cute. <laughs> I had to because this giant pimple I'm I hiding. It hurts so bad. Uh, Will you be wearing that tomorrow? I might be if it doesn't. I have a pimple patch on it, praying that it goes down. But I had a pimple patch on it all last night too, so I don't. My face, like, I have one here. It might just be too deep. I have one here. It's too oh, deep. I'm not gonna show it. I thought about showing it on here. It's okay. You know what? So, I'm gonna do it. We don't because know. people. It's a cute little heart, but it's you can see how raised is really it is. Cute. It is a little red. It's like a giant mm. knot on my head. It looks like I slay my head. Just y'all know that's a pimple patch. It's not that red of skin. Uh, I'm trying to get all of that nasty out. But it, it's the cats are now fighting behind me. Okay. <laughs> that was a good reprieve. <laughs> There's Pepper. Yeah. The loud one is Pepper always. Okay. Episode 7. <sighs> Hidden Truths. They're heading back to Central. Find out more about the Sun Library. Uh, it's assumed that Lust killed Marco, because they're already there. Lust and Gluttony have gone after Scar, and now there's this explosion. They busted him out of jail. They were trying to kill him. Is he dead? We don't know. Scar's jacket is found. It's shredded and bloody, but they can't find a body. If you can't find a body, they're always alive. So, basically, they're gonna assume he's alive. Um, yes. And the sad part is the library is burnt down. And so Ed and Al are upset because they're like, that was it. No more. And so they're going to look in this other library spot. And this poor little librarian, Sheska, is trapped under all these books. And I I wrote very German names. This is when it started clicking to me. I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, She has a photographic memory. So she's their human library. And so. Oh, wait. You said Sheska, right? Wait. Yes, I did. I have a voice actor for Sheska. Sheska. Do I? Do I? Do, I? do no, you? I, lied. I don't. No. You don't. Go ahead. All right. Just oh, kidding. Yeah. No, I lied. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No Sheska voice actor. We're so sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, Sheska. <laughs> So she has all of the notes memorized. Anything that was in that library, she has it memorized. And she's just kind of this chaotic character. She's like, I'll never be able to pay for my mom's hospital because I can't. I just, I just read instead of putting things away. Same thing happened to me in seventh grade. I was a library aide, won an award, just got in trouble all the time for reading instead of putting books away. But the librarian loved me. Shout out to Miss Aldridge. Um, 
So real life Jessica right here. Also can't remember anything though, so I'm not helpful. <laughs> Modern Jessica. I have no memory. Um, so she writes it down and everybody's like, these are recipes. These are recipes. This isn't helpful. We just got a cookbook. And Al, uh, not Al, Ed says most alchemy notes are uh, coded because they're super dangerous. Um, so they've got to spend this whole time decoding and decrypting this stuff. And I wrote, Alphonse is literally the soul of the team. He um, is. I love him. Because he's, so he's like super supportive to Sheska and they get her this job because what's his name walks in and was like, we lost all these files. And like, she has all of them memorized. I have general, a general Hughes. I have a general Hughes voice actor. Wait. Where all are right. We? All right. Where are we? Because I was surprised by it. Wait. 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 It's on um, my other notes. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting. So sorry. I'm so sorry. Hold on. <laughs> it's okay. only mild pressure i was very okay. excited about this because general hughes is played by sunny straight who is my favorite character in dragon ball z krillin so everyone if you hate krillin you can bite me i love krillin which one's krillin he's the bald one but he's human he's the That's human not that helpful. hangs out with the super saiyans he's like the, the only short human. one yeah the tiny bald dude but also okay okay speaking of krillin Maria Ross uh -huh. is voiced by Meredith McCoy, who voices Krillin's wife, the babe of all babes, Android 18. So, Android 18, get it? What was? He's, he's married to an android? He is, and they have a baby together, and we're not going to talk about it. It's very confusing. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> I, Super Saiyan magic, man. They're aliens. And she's a biological android. I don't really get how it works. It's It's a whole thing. But she also becomes human at one point. Like, it's like a magic thing. It's a whole thing. But her name is Android 18. Like, that's the character's name. And is she the one with the teal hair? No, she's the blonde one. Oh. The blonde one in the jean jacket. I'll send you a picture. Okay, okay. Uh, and uh, no, I, I got while it we're on this, Danny Brosh, who's our other new military best boy, one of Armstrong's homies, He's played by Ekis. Jim Foranda, Foranda, and he is a My mm -hmm. Hero voice actor. Do you want to guess who? <gasps> I know, I've been so bad at these. It's muscular. Oh, wait, actually, Lieutenant Hughes was someone else, too, from My Hero, I think. I might be crazy. Muscular, like the one. Yes. Ooh, muscular was such a he great was. villain. I'm sorry, I gotta go back to Lieutenant Hughes because I forgot one of the voices he did. It's also My Hero, and he is a pro hero. Can you guess? Okay. Genist. Best genist. Uh, he is Presentation Michael, my friend. <laughs> Present Mike. I <gasps> Present Mike! Present Mike! house i love present I mike Ugh, present mike and i saw i love them they're husbands and i don't care what anyone says sometimes when you just have a bro that's the most bro you're secretly in love and that's okay they don't ever have to talk about it they don't have to get married but we know we're here for it i support you presentation I michael love present mike <laughs> I just love President Mike in the test when he's just like, I'm waiting. It just like straight up just blasting them. He's and the then all the bugs get him and he absolutely has to go to the medical unit because he's so grossed out by the bugs. But I was like, same. Relatable. Relatable. Same. All right. Impatient, loud, freaked out by bugs. Same. I also want okay. to decide okay. how I feel about Lieutenant Hughes. Like, part of me thinks that he's bad. 
But part of me wants him to be yeah, good. Yeah, he he's me a way vibe. too peppy. He gives me a vibe. He's way too peppy. Like, he can switch from being like, yeah, my kids, my wife, to, so what about that thing, the evil thing? Yeah, you know, the thing of evil I things. feel like he's like a mole or something. Also, speaking of kind of sketchy things, Mustang in this episode said that he wanted to be the Fuhrer. So I saw it was like real so it was like it was like real attack on Titan style when what's the two I won't spoil it and say the two people they're like I'm the I'm the colossal Titan and he's the whatever Titan and it's like in the background of somebody else talking and you're like yeah like I missed it the first time when Ryan goes did you were you paying attention did you even hear what happened I was like yeah these people were talking about the war and he was like no 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 and so he rewound it and played it and I was like. <laughs> What? <laughs> Did he just say he's the colossal titan? Right? It's like I know. It's in the background of them talking, and he's like, "I'm the colossal titan," and he's the armored titan. You're like, "What? <laughs> you can't just say that while someone else is having a discussion." And he goes, "That's how it was in the manga too. It was like really tinily written in a corner, while like there's big bubbles everywhere else." And you're like, "That's pretty bold." That's exactly. I'm not how gonna I lie. I know. It's great. It was a great moment. But that's how I felt this was. He's like, I want to be here one day. And they're like, don't show your ambitions. And I just put <laughs> maybe useless and questionable. <laughs> how dare you? Okay, anyway. We can do something. You heard me, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I know you're already created, but make him do something. Thank make you. Make him do something. This has already came out years ago, but... <laughs> I know this is from 2009, but I need Mustang to not be a little B. You know what I mean? Just say it. But the Black Eyed Peas told us to I'm a B. Anyway, no, no, uh, no. So they decrypted their notes and are super angry because he says it is the devil's research. We did it. But, you know, the main ingredient for a philosopher's stone is human life. And for one stone, and you have lot. to make multiple human sacrifices. So I think that's why in the intro, when it zooms in on the stone, it's all those like faces. It's like it's a bloodstone, essentially. Um and then they're like laying in bed and Ed says, Al, there's something I wanted to tell you, but I was a little scared. And they get interrupted and it just like haunts us for the rest I'm of this episode and it. next episode. I'm and I'm like, it. what does he want to say? Like, we still don't know what he wants to say. It is driving me the crazy. The end of this, of, of episode eight, when Al's just like going over it, I'm like, me too, bud. Especially after the whole like yep. deep talk that, okay, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. I'm sorry. Episode eight really upset but me. I am I am exactly like like I would have never let that go. I'd be like, we're having a conversation. What were you gonna tell me? Yeah. Like, no, I tell you later. And I'm like, no, I have anxiety. You have to tell me now. You can't tell me that we want to talk later because I think you wanna one, you're mad at me, even if I did nothing. Two, you're mad at me. Three, I did something wrong, even if I did nothing, and I'm just gonna like my boss physically be ill my boss until you tell does me. this to me all the time joe i'm talking That's wrong to you because you're supportive and i know you're gonna listen joe. to us, joe okay he'll come up to me and be like oh hey so i gotta tell you something and i'll be like oh wait no never mind and just walk away from me and i'm like no why would you do that and it's you can't do it's that anything important it's like oh someone called out for this department mm -hmm. we need to give him an extra 10 minutes and i'm like why can't you tell me that when you when we started the shift like <laughs> i was crying like why wouldn't you just tell me that so uh joe wait my brother and i had told my dad that my brother and i had told my dad that like you can't text us 
we need to talk later because my dad just needs the reminder and needs us to like take time out of our schedule but we're dying inside like physically ill like i will call me like what's wrong can you tell me now and so my dad will have to now text us we need to talk later it's not bad it's about this subject and i'm like thank you thank you we have come to an arrangement now of it's not bad here's what Here's the discussion. And it's like, we just need to talk about bill money and I need you to pay in cash or I need you to pay on Venmo this month or whatever. And it's like, oh, okay. Thank you. Because if you would have just always... said we need to talk later, I'm like, I missed In my brain, it's I'm always, uh, so you sorry. have done something awful and I need you to not be in my life anymore ever. Thanks. And I'm like, <laughs> I immediately revert back to like high school me and I'm like, I did something. I lied. I, I snuck out or something like, and I, I've done none of those things, but I have convinced myself I have done all of those things because anxiety is the worst. Yes. <laughs> the worst. You lie to yourself and you believe it. And it's the worst. Anyway, thank you for coming to our therapy session. That was really fun. Um, that'll be $50. Um, anyway, Joe, I'm going to really need you to stop doing that to me. Thanks. Okay. Joe, that's wrong. Uh, okay, okay, so what did he want to tell Al? We still don't know. Uh, we won't know tonight. It sucks. Uh, so the truth hidden within the truth. I don't, I don't know what I wrote that for. That was a quote. I don't know why you <laughs> really wrote remember that what either. it was about. Oh, oh, they think there's something else in the recipes. So they're going okay. back like that. Thank you. Thanks, brain. Um... <laughs> I was like, why did I write this down? So they're like, I don't think this is just a Philosopher's Stone recipe. I think there's a truth inside this truth. Like, it's super encrypted. Um, so then they start talking about the fifth lab. And it's defunct. It was never brought. It was going to. It's right next to a prison. And they're all like, no, no, no. If you need human souls and people are on death row, they'll be marked as executed. Mm-hmm. But they're just taking their souls and making Which is Philosopher's Stones. Effed. It's effed. If y'all didn't yeah. mistrust the military, so, you better mistrust it now, sons. In anime and in real life. Anyway, uh, <laughs> shots fired. Uh, so the government might be behind this. Armstrong immediately like gets real serious and is like, "Don't speak of this to anyone because this means this could have like a mole inside. Uh, people could know. Uh, they have to keep it secret." And then he straight up is like, "Do not." Do not, Elric brothers, go to the fifth lab. They're like, we're not, we're not going to, no, no, no. And he's like, do. And then they go. Not. So what do they do? They go to the fifth lab. They go. They go to the fifth lab. Uh, and then <laughs> one of my favorite little owl moments, uh, Edward climbs through like this vent to get inside. <laughs> and he's like, owl, it doesn't matter if I'm not safe or not. You don't fit. And he just straight up sits down and pounds and goes, it's not like I asked to get this big. <laughs> I literally put, aw, big owl. Owl, owl. Uh, and then we are introduced to number 66 and number 48. Uh, and they're creepy looking dudes. And Owl gets attacked. And that's the end of that episode. <laughs> so that leads us in to that's episode eight. Episode. That was a really episode big episode. Uh, it did Here's- a lot of back planning and uh, yeah. you know, storyline and some good action and I mean, it was a great episode. Great episode. All right. Episode eight, the Um, laboratory. Give us our... Hold on. I feel like I might have something. Uh, We also learn in this episode that Central is located in East City. Yeah. So the way that... I just want to set up the map for everyone real quick. 
the mm-hmm. way so this is set in a fictional country called uh Amorists Amesteris I think I don't know and command is set in east city and there are there's central city which is the exact middle north city east city south city west city like very creative and everything else yes. is just kind of based in those so the majority of the story happens in East City. So that's just mm-hmm. something to, to keep in mind. East City yeah. is also the closest of all of those cities to um, uh, Ish- Ishbal, which is Ishbal, yeah. also interesting. And Ishbal is very close to the boys' hometown of um, Risenbull. Like interesting, very okay. close. So that's just something to kind of keep in mind. For that's later. helpful. I'm really bad at directions and knowing where things are. Attack on Titan was easier because it was circles. But then when yeah. we started introducing another country, I was like, I don't know where we are. <laughs> You're like, no, this is. I don't happening. know what's happening. I'm very into if we're not the in map a wall. Things, I'm lost. I have to good, keep track good. of where everyone goes. So and Dana good, did that. To I'm me. not good at that. She did that to me because when we write fan fiction, she literally draws the map. She draws the apartment and the buildings so that we know exactly where wow. everything is she's she's got a thing and she's given it to me and i don't know if i'm happy about she that she should be a dungeon master that's what i told her but she's playing her first ever campaign so she's never played before first yeah what but she's already getting a little like "Ooh, i wouldn't have done it that way and i was like you need to just make your own campaign though. Like, <laughs> yeah she'd be a great dm I know. it's just also letting go of control because i'm not a good dm because i'm like no that's why you're going this way it. that's why she doesn't want to do it yeah you can just be evil like me and be like all right take out your your foresight and die if you roll a one or a two you're dead <laughs> Laboratory. So this is the Netflix summary for the fifth laboratory. Ed and Al oh, great. furiously battle the fifth laboratory's psychotic guards. In the chaos, the truth behind the Philosopher's Stone is buried in the rubble. Again, give you the whole story right there. <laughs> like buried in the rubble, but there's nothing buried in the no, rubble. No, but in this they episode. make they explode it at the end of the episode. They tear it. Yeah, down. That's so it tells true. you You're right. right. Oh, it's okay, destroyed. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Stop spoiling. Get it together, Netflix. Ugh. Netflix. So we see the, the skull looking thing. Uh it's number sixty-six, and we come back to him later. He straight up <laughs> reminds me of like a Scooby-Doo villain. Um and then number forty-eight is what who Ed encounters inside. <laughs> and the first thing you notice is his eyes look like owls. And I wrote that down before it things got revealed and I was like his eyes kind of look like Al and he's a he's got the same like armor little head tie thing and I was like hmm, hmm. and yep he's hollow inside he's just like Al uh I wrote hollow inside he is not hallowed but is he deadly <laughs> he's hollow uh he is deadly I'm thank so you sorry. <laughs> Boo. sorry uh so we find out 48 was on mm-hmm. death row he was Slicer, a mass murderer. His soul's bound to that armor, and they made him a guard dog because of his skills. We see that he has a blood seal. He, like, shows it to Ed because he's so cocky. That he's like, come on, let's fight. Let's do this. Um, and then, uh, what's his name? Those two guards that I can never remember their name realize that Ed and Al are gone. And my Rosh favorite- and Brosh. 
my favorite quote is Major Armstrong is going to take off his shirt and yell at us again, isn't he? <laughs> Can you imagine? I just want to take a second. Take a second, okay? You're in the military. Your commanding officer, every time he scolds you, rips his clothes off. He just rips it off and is like, listen, you did a big bad. You're I, getting demoted. I would have married him. Would have married him by then. No, you'd yeah. probably be terrified. Just think about that. I don't know what he would look like in real life. He's bald with a little curl coming out of his head, and he just cries all the time, and he's naked. I don't know if I'd be terrified. I think it'd be a different (sighs) emotion. Can someone, anyone, please draw a realistic version of Major Armstrong (laughs) so Bridget can see what her future husband looks like? Because I really need need you to to think about what you're saying. Our email... Our email is gatewayanimepodcasts at gmail.com. Uh, if you could send it in a high resolution so I could get that printed, I will frame it. Thank you. If anyone, um, actually, if you want to be extra, if you want to make a life-size cutout of it for Bridget, she has several, so she'll keep it. Oh, and no, I got rid of those when I moved free. out. Well, good. I it know. It was time. It was time. It was well, time. she needs a new one, y'all. So I need, I need a new one. Please. Uh, I will also take an All Might. Uh, and in Aizawa. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I have a request on orders. Anyway, so we see the symbol. I, I wrote this down. It's never addressed in the episode, but the symbol on 48 it's the back is the, it's the same symbol on the state alchemist pocket watch, that dragon thing. Yes, but it's different than Al's. Which but I don't Al, understand. Al's pocket watch? or No, his symbol what? is different than theirs. Like his soul seal. Oh, well, the soul seal is different, yes, because I think, because we talk about this later on, they're under control, and Owl is not. That's the but big thing that we deal with. But are they? Because 66 runs away at the end of it. He doesn't die in the rubble. <laughs> he leaves. True. So do but they I don't know free will? And if so, what makes them stay? I think 66 might just be avoiding the rubble, but I think I think they have to stay. Like their their life's mission or maybe their life's mission was to protect that like lab and that lab is destroyed now so the seal is broken for him. Mm. I don't know. But but Sketch. the fact that he's got the dragon alchemist symbol on his back, I'm like, mm, corrupt government. They're straight up doing this. Just what Armstrong said. We knew. The Fuhrer is bad. Called it last Who would have guessed that the Fuhrer was bad after we Googled tyrannical leader? Not us, leader. because we had to uh, Google what it meant. Not us! Also, We're I would so like to point history. out, I was a history major, and I did not know what Fuhrer meant. Oh, Lauren! Okay, I dropped out of school many a moon ago. I'm 28. I, I stopped going to school when I was, like, 20. So, I got my associates. <laughs> and, uh... Look at you. That's about Look at you. If they made a movie about it, we'd know. Uh, <laughs> like they haven't made a movie about they made it. So many movies. Anyway, about the too, I know. I can't. I know. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so then we meet sixty six. Sixty six is also a murderer whose soul's been tethered. Uh, it's a butcher named Barry who is super, super duper psycho. Yeah. He likes cutting up meat. And that wasn't enough anymore, so he started cutting up people. Also, 
they they he's Barry the Chopper, but we really missed an opportunity for Barry the Butcher. I know. Um, I was like, why? Was, I was like, I was like, oh, Barry the Butcher. And they were like, Barry the Chopper. And I was like, what? I thought that was, I was really disappointed. I really put what a right? waste. I put what a waste. It, <laughs> so it straight up needed to be Barry the Butcher. And we got Barry the Chopper. Ugh. Anyway. Get it together. Uh, Barry's. <laughs> he was caught, sent to the gallows. He died by execution, but his soul was bound to the skull armor. Um, but he starts messing with Owl's head like hard, hardcore, hardcore. I like baby Owl. the ideas he puts there, though. I And also, what if? Who knows? We don't know if any of this is for certain. We know that Granny knows of Alphonse. But what if... What if all those memories are nothing? What if it's not a thing at all? Who knows, is all I'm saying. A lot's happened. I really, I don't think Ed would do that. Anyway. I don't think he would do it purposefully, (laughs) but whenever he lost his stuff, I mean, he went through that whole ordeal where he, like, fell through infinity. And Al didn't. And what if he just, in that infinity, saw what could be and what he needed to move past it, and then he made it. What if he knew he needed someone, and he put that soul You thought about this way more I than I did. I think about it a lot. I was just straight up, what? <laughs> I was like, straight up like, what a manipulation tactic. I'm, Don't listen to him. Your brother loves you. I'm a fan you. fiction writer. Any way I can twist this story, I will do it, and I love it. And all I'm thinking of is, okay, so the soul didn't attach... And he's just gone. So what if he's gone because he was never really there and it's actually just another soul that he brought back on accident? But, like, there's a whole thing. I don't know. Okay, I think that's going to get shut down pretty fast. (laughs) But But we'll see. I'm just saying it's Uh, a possibility and I'm open to uh, it. If something weird happens later, you owe me a pumpkin spice latte or something. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> deal, deal. If if this somehow somehow gets if Alphonse true, is actually a dead brother you. from the past, PSL. then you owe me a pumpkin spice latte. Cool. And if I'm right and it straight up is just owl soul tethered and not controlled, okay. you owe me a pumpkin That's spice a really latte. Okay, deal. Like uh, we all win. It's very us bet. Like <laughs> it's coffee. Yes. We need coffee. Uh, so then we basically get this cool little twist surprise because he knocks off Slicer's head, Ed does, and it's a two disembodied souls. Cool. There's the head and there's the body because it was actually a pair of brothers that were the crime spree people. Um, and this is when Al first takes, not Al, Ed first takes a note from, uh, Scar's book which I thought was really interesting. It still gave me a lot of um, stain vibes that he uses just up to the deconstruct process to stop them. And <laughs> poor body's like, bruh, we lost. Like, it was a great moment there. Um, and then Chopper's making Al, aka Butcher, is making Al doubt himself and second guess everything. But then, bam, right as, they, right as they're about to tell Ed about Philosopher's Stone stuff because they made a great deal and they held up their word on losing the fight, Lust and Envy bust in. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, Lust and Envy bust in and they basically just destroy Slicer's body. And they said, 
this is when it gets really twisty, really, really twisty. Uh, they tell Ed, always remember, we allowed you mm -hmm. to live. Uh, we can't let anything happen to the most important mm -hmm. sacrifice. And you're sitting here like, what does that mean? Why are you allowing them to live? You keep cl complaining about these boys. You're like destroying everything around them. Why do you need him? Because now we know they need Ed and we don't know why. Um, Envy gives Ed to Owl and Owl, Owl, and basically is like, keep better watch of him. Like she's protecting him. They are protecting him. And like saves them from the building they're destroying and leaves us with this parting word. He's a pre precious resource. In all caps, I have wrote, what does that mean? So Envy just straight up saves him. And they've called him, him two different things now. They've what? called him a resource and a sacrifice. So. Yeah. So whatever it is, it's yeah. not good. But they can't have him injured and destroyed. So is that what they were after? Scar? I don't know. But then we get this weird twist at the end. Uh, where we see someone, because, you know, they're destroying the lab, and it's next to the prison. The prison's shaking, and we see this prisoner they call Ghibli, yeah. I think? And he has alchemy tattoos on his hands, and they won't let his hands touch. Uh, and then is proud of the Ishvalan murders. So I'm thinking maybe he was an alchemist, state alchemist, that got too power-hungry and enjoyed mm -hmm. killing too much. And uh, he's about to get released, and I mean, are, are the seven deadly sin people like part of Ishvalan and they're taking revenge? I'm not sure because they're know. working like, for the Fuhrer. I'm just going to say that straight out. We know that they're probably working for the Fuhrer and oh, it doesn't sure. seem like the Fuhrer is very I think father is Fuhrer. Ishval, so I don't think they would be. Yeah. Because they wouldn't want the downfall of their own society. Um, That's true. But uh, I, I don't know. Down, but fear is definitely evil, yeah. Yes. I wrote down all of the important things that we learned from these episodes as a quick little recap. And then I wrote down questions okay. that we need to ask ourselves going into the next part. So there are seven super important things to remember going into the next part. And it's that there are three stages of alchemy, um, comprehension, deconstruction, and reconstruction. Um, the state, mm -hmm. number two, the state is recovering from a civil war that they had with the Ishwalan people of Ishbal. Uh, the war was started by the state when they killed an Ishwalan child, but the war became more about the fact that they did not agree with their religion because they believed in yeah. one all-powerful God. And that is the real reason that they went all out in the civil war. And yeah. the alchemists were used as human weapons in that war, and that's what led two scars so you can guess all that's coming back up and it's gonna be intense um yeah three daddy elric <laughs> sorry can't not oh gosh daddy elric did run out on his family and is most likely still alive mm -hmm. so we will probably see him at some point in the future i'm gonna guess and we know he's an alchemist yes we know he's an alchemist so and he's a talented one and yeah i'm gonna guess it's gonna be towards the end of the series that's just because I mean you don't really get the daddy stuff until what if what if ooh what if <laughs> the father they keep talking is about is Daddy Elric and so the most important resource and precious sacrifice they got to do is his firstborn son ooh 
Interesting. Because this is already super biblical and political all the time. And so this could be very Abraham sacrifice thing. I can see that. Daddy. Oh, because you said Daddy Elric. That I was like, father. You're welcome. Bad guy. You're welcome. (laughs) Daddy Elric saves the day, everybody. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Four is Edward and Alphonse are 14 and 15. That's a new thing that we have going forward. Yeah, Um, we have them timed up now. Five is that um, the recipe to make a philosopher's stone requires the sacrifice of multiple human lives, and the military purposefully built their research lab next to a prison so they could kill people without feeling bad about it. The military's effed. Uh, Six, Alphonse is not the only bodiless soul, so this could come back later means there's more people yep. that know about them more people that know the weakness of it and that could be really yep. scary and seven is yep. that the deadly sins want to keep edward alive for something so for something those are the important things here are some questions we should all think about one where is right. daddy elric and why did he leave uh Papa elric? <laughs> i was gonna say mm-hmm. i could call him papa if daddy is too awkward i like daddy it's papa. good because if you say papa that's potato papa papa dad yeah. <laughs> Two. Got what was accent. Edward gonna tell Alphonse? Yeah, we gotta know. That'd uh, be crazy. Three, three is why do the sins want to keep Ed alive? Which Bridget already has an answer for. But I yeah. also so I told you I had a, a yeah, yeah yeah in regards to Daddy Elric. So because um Ish Ishbal in uh. Ross and Bull are so close together, like super close. Like if you had, hold on, we're going to draw on something real quick. <laughs> so you have to describe it on. for listeners though. I will. So I drew this, this green circle. Can you okay. See it? No, hold no, on. it's hold fine. On, <laughs> <This will be good. laughs> it's really bad. So I'm drawing it on top of my computer. Here's this green circle. Better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is the state. This is the fictional state of our amethyst. Amethyst. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Amethyst. Yeah. So it's basically split into four pieces, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So East City mm-hmm. is up here on this ball. Mm-hmm. Ish ball is this one right here. And okay. Rossenbull is right next to it okay okay like literally right next to it so all right we don't know when the war with Istanbul started so it's it's the war with Ishval Ishval sorry um <laughs> everything we don't know yeah, I, got, I got it yeah yeah we don't know when it started what if that's why daddy Elric left and how big of a part did he play in that because part of me feels like this catastrophic event that everything it just kind of toppled out of is his fault. Yeah. And that's something I mean, that I'm looking forward to seeing. Because I don't think he's a good guy. And maybe that's why he wanted Alphonse and er- and Edward to stay away. Was because he, maybe he was trying to protect them. And so that's why they're in this tiny eastern town. Yeah. But I still think but father is Daddy Elric. He had to be yeah. close enough to that in order to do whatever he did but i think that they're connected to that somehow yeah and i'm 
I want to see it. And that's why Scar's so working hard to get after him specifically because his dad was involved. That's what I feel. There we go. That's my interesting. Maybe Scar got the scar from the dad. It's a lot of theories. A lot of theories swirling. Well, no. No, I don't. No, you should. And I'm putting all the pencils away. Uh, yeah. I have so many pencils I'm... sitting right next to me. Well, that's not a good sign for you. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah. So next we'll watch episodes six, seven. No, no. We've already watched episodes <laughs> no, six no. and seven. No, no, we will not. We're we're watching episodes nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, <laughs> I don't I know had, where I was going. I had it pulled up. Wait. Wait. I'll oh, give titles. You the titles. Oh no, that's the give wrong. It, give us some titles. Hold. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I have so many folders. Dear God. All right. So the title of episode nine is "Created Feelings." Oh, it's kind of sweet. Uh, episode huh? ten is "Separate Destinations." No, you know what Uh-oh. that means. Are they separating? I hope they're not. separating. I don't like it. Uh, Eleven. Is- it is useless without Al. I know. Also, go Al being the best fighter. Good for you, empty suit of armor boy. I was like, I've never lost my sparring with this guy. And I was like, Al, Al, Al. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, number one Al. Okay, go, go. Eleven? Eleven is Miracle at Rush Valley. Okay, we don't know what that is. And then uh, episode 12 is very ominous. It's one is all. Oh, no. All is one. All for one and one for yes. all. So that's uh, those are the next ones that we're going to be watching. That that doesn't leave me with a lot of hope no. there. Um, but <laughs> did we expect any? They're Nazis. Technically, true. Ed and Al are working for the Nazis. They are Nazis. Can we just talk about that for a second? <laughs> like they know it's bad, but they're. I don't know if they're anyway. like legitimate. Nazis, no, but, they, but they're not working for a good government. Even yes. if you're not, if you. But is any government good? I mean, obviously not. We live in America, the worst of all. These are facts. We live in <laughs> Texas, so we as women have no rights. Thank you. Yeah. Um, woo! So obviously not. But, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have any like big predictions other than I think Daddy Elric. I just want to know what Ed was going to tell Al. That's the thing that's eating me up. I think he was just going to tell him about what he saw whenever he was in his his thing. Yeah. I don't think they've talked about it. I I don't know. No. Because remember, he kind of brought it up afterwards. He's like, you didn't see that thing? And he's like, what thing? And yeah. he's like, never mind. Or he's going to tell him that he's not a real boy and he made him up and he's part of his soul. That's he's part of true, his soul. But all right. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> Don't cry. Do not cry. No. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that could happen. I'm really excited. So make sure y'all watch. Uh, you can watch on Netflix, Funimation, or yes. I think you said Hulu. Um, I'm watching English. You're? Are you watching dubbed? I, I mean, subbed. Forward. I don't know which one I like the best. I watched okay. um the episode six in sub. And it was good. I do like, I I think I like the voice actors better for sub just because, you know, they're more, 
animated and they react better. But the the dub for the show is actually really good, especially especially thinking that it came out in two thousand nine. Um, you got to give them their props. Yeah, but I will say that the sub portrays the characters a lot more differently. Like, um, yeah. Armstrong comes off a lot less soft, even though he's very soft. He's, like, hella obnoxious in the <laughs> sub while he's, like, soft oh. boy in the dub. And then Hughes is a lot... Hughes soft is a lot, boy. a lot less, like, hmm, you have ulterior motives. You know what I mean? So it's... It, it does Interesting. do a lot yeah. for the characters, but I'll probably keep watching it in dub. Because I'm really enjoying the dubcast. I think they're doing an excellent job. And it's... Dubcast is really good, too. There's nothing wrong with watching things in dub, y'all. If it's a good dub, watch it. If there's a character that annoys the crap out of you, switch to sub. It's okay. If you want to watch a little of both, it doesn't matter. It's the same story. It's still really good. And these people worked really hard, and we should respect that. The end. Trust. I've watched Demon Slayer in both. I prefer the sub. (laughs) Zenitsu is much less annoying in the su- in the sub version than the I dub version. I the sub of Demon Slayer because I love the voice of Tanjiro in the sub. It's like Tanjiro! he's so soft and so sweet, but also I cannot stand Inosuke's voice in the freaking dub, yo. It's awful. How dare you? Hey, how dare you insult my blue-haired boyfriend? Well, I'm so sorry. You just you just insulted mine. I love mine. Inosuke. You just insulted <laughs> mine. Don't be mad at me. I okay. Kids on Zenitsu. I don't want your. I don't want to fight you right now. Let's me. let's no. let's talk about the upside down house and how Zenitsu just like straight up almost pushed a child in front of a demon. Okay, yeah, but then let's talk about how he saved that child from the demon and then thought the child did it and praised him like a god. Okay? He didn't try to take- That was so great! He didn't try to take it from him. He was just like, well, that couldn't have been me. You're obviously amazing. Good for you. Never That's leave such- me. That was one of my favorite things. And, okay, granted, I love the ending of that episode where he protects the box. Yes. He's like, he said this box is more important than your he life. He proved his character. Like- and that he's a good friend. Meanwhile, Inosuke just stands on his head and wants to hit things. I love him. Relatable. I love him. <laughs> But don't come my for sweet. my boy and then get mad when I come for yours. I will always be hypocritical in this way. I know, and I will always <laughs> fight you, son. It's really rude. That's really you rude. You shut up. All right, Drive y'all. So the party tomorrow. <laughs> they live ten minutes away from Good me. Good for you. <laughs> they live like two hours away uh, from me. So I know. Um. Okay. So. Watch the episodes uh, 9, 10, 11, and 12. We'll discuss this next time. Uh, so I say we only release our first two episodes <gasps> this Thursday. Gasp. And then the next Thursday we'll release the third. And so then we'll always be a week ahead, okay. you know, just so we don't bury ourselves. I that. Well, if we need to take as an a, off week, we're not behind, you know. just not good at managing my life. I respect this decision that you've made. <laughs> 
You can thank my mother for that. She was like, I don't think you should release all three at once. I think you should stay one ahead. And I was like, you know what? This is this is great that you support my nerdy podcast. And you're still looking out for being responsible for me. I know. Even I'm, in nerdy podcast styles. Just for your mom. Sweet I'm mom. I'm going to bleep out all of my curse words from episode one. But I'm trying to decide if I want to do them with like a beep or if I want to do it with a voiceover of me saying, Frick. Shoot. Darn it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know which one is better. I love both. Okay, so we'll <laughs> see. Because both of those sound hilarious in my That's head. That's all for you, Mom. Uh, Thanks. So yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Um, so yeah, we'll see y'all next time. And I should have... I'm going to edit these two past two episodes this weekend. First episode's edited. I'm going to edit... And you can watch on YouTube. All of these this Gateway weekend? Anime Podcast. I haven't done any of it. <laughs> Yay. Yay! So you can watch, you can catch us on YouTube and watch us uh, on Gateway Anime Podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify or iTunes. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Gateway Anime Podcast, on Twitter, Gateway Anime Pod, uh, and on Instagram, Gateway Anime Podcast. Um, so what are we gonna? All what are we gonna put Please on Instagram? Follow. Why do we have an Instagram? What do we do with that question? You have literally <laughs> liked photos that we have on Instagram. Have I? <laughs> yes. You have already liked and reposted <laughs> us recording. All right. Like, I'm going to take a photo right now. Everybody listening, smile, even though this is in the past. One, two, three. <laughs> okay. Y'all are technically here in spirit Thanks. that photo. Uh, but yeah, on Instagram, we'll post new episodes, what episodes to watch once we start releasing. Um, I'll start posting on there and telling you new episode. Today we're covering this up, this, this, and this. Four you know. episodes a day. We'll keep you up to date. The doctor away. Am I right? And maybe, yeah. Because four. No. Uh, <laughs> well, you can spread it out during the week. We're gonna release on Thursdays. So. Huzzah. Um, and then you know maybe we'll highlight like our favorite listeners of the week if we get to that point. If one we day. ever have listeners, we will do nice things for you. Um, if not, yes. Well, you should listen to us, and then maybe we'll do nice things for you. Maybe we'll do more nice things for you. Please yeah. listen. Please. Make your friends listen. And if you're an adult who has a kid and you're like, I don't like anime, but my kid likes anime because I have a lot of friends that are like that. Hey, we're good influences for your kids. And if you just want to watch anime and you don't know where to start start with us that's literally what this podcast is for we just want more people to enjoy the yeah. thing that they have been told they're not allowed to enjoy because people suck it's always nicer to get into something new when you have someone to discuss it because you want to hear what they have thoughts of like i used to not enjoy anime animation that much <laughs> but i really love like when they do squiggle drawings for when someone's being over dramatic like when i was talking about uh Alphonse punching Edward. My favorite little animation. He's just like a stick figure rotating in the air because he's getting punched. Or every time they're embarrassed, it's just like a blob version of them. Love it. It's super cute. And that's a super anime thing. And um, yeah, it's talent. There's there's a lot to love. Talent. So you should, yeah. regardless of and your opinion on anime, give it a shot. And you don't have to watch this one. We got many more to come. So if you don't like this one, yeah. try another you one. You can just listen to us talk. Yeah. And eventually we'll get to My Hero. And, and then you can... I hope you have enough bandwidth because we will talk about that forever. You can forever, just pretend. Lord knows. That you 
enjoyed it if you watch if you listen to us we can give you all the information you yeah. need to lie to your friends and then they'll stop trying to tell you about it so there also you go. if there's someone like major armstrong in real life i'm single are you single uh let's meet up uh, our email um, is gatewayanimatepodcast at gmail.com so please only <laughs> people with shaved heads and a tiny squiggle of hair on the very top stop so please reach out to bridget and give or, them your number do you look like all might love you too do you look like aisawa also single you like cats i got two anyway on that note we love you we love anime and we'll see you next week bye, bye.